Welcome to Work Is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Lane Buto, and I host this show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Today's episode is a conversation we had about the housing market with David McCreary. David's a local realtor here in Washington. Uh, this conversation will provide a sense of what's going on in the housing market right now, uh, especially as compared to the activity over the last year regarding specifically inventory, pricing, and rates. Uh, as well, it, it'll give a sense of what we think you can expect in the months ahead. So please enjoy today's conversation, and remember that if you're interested in getting a mortgage with our team at CSM, or if someone you know might be, to go to clevelandstreet.com. All right, David. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're excited to be here with you and get a little update. We're here with David McCreary. Am I saying that right? That is correct. All right. David McCreary of Coldwell Banker and uh, excited to get an update on what's going on in the housing market. David, can you just get a give us a quick background of uh, who you are, where you work, and uh, what you're doing right now? Sure, yeah, quick background. Again, David McCreary, pronounced correctly. I awesome. appreciate that. Nailed it doesn't happen often. How do you hear it normally? Uh, a lot, you, a lot of cues in that. there, a lot of McCurdies. Uh, interesting. McCreeys, people throw D's in. Yeah. Don't know why, yeah. um, but you got it right, so I appreciate Good. that. Well, what uh, nationality is that? That's Irish. It's Irish, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, very little actual yeah. Irish, yeah. by just the Yeah, name. but hey. Yeah, so David McCreary, working with Coldwell Banker Danforth, uh, office out of Northgate. And uh, predominantly in the Snohomish area, a little bit of King County work. Um, and kind of right now what we're seeing is a pickup in intensity in the market a little bit, mm-hmm. specifically tailoring and catering to the sellers. Um, we're seeing, like we were talking about before, in January, a big pickup, surprisingly, in activity on the buyer side, despite the fact that interest rates have been up. Again, we all know historically they're not too outrageous. Buyers have been flocking. We're seeing a lot more uh, multiple bid scenarios currently right now. I'm in a very, very high sought after uh, bidding war with uh, one of my listings, just past one in Lake Stevens, 60,000 over list to give you an idea of where things are going in desirable areas. Inventory is still trickling upwards a little bit, but not at a pace that's too far outside of demand. So in desirable areas, you know, more central Snohomish and the Lake Stevens, Marysville, Snohomish proper area, we're still seeing a ton and a ton of activity. Get a little further out to Arlington, things trickle off, and the east side is still entirely crazy. I think uh, King County saw, still saw some decently healthy kind of price pricing in uh, the last month. Yeah. Yeah, so that, Dad was pointing out, we've, he did a video recently on... Uh, just uh, an article that the headline was King County prices plunge. Right. And uh, so, so can you comment on wh- why that's the narrative right now and what they're seeing to make them think that? So why does it look like that? And is that really the case? Well, this is a little bit less data-driven and a little bit more of just the optics test for me. Data yeah. obviously just show that prices are going down a little bit in there. Yeah. But we also have to take into consideration saturation. And right now with what we're dealing with in a lot of the Seattle areas is that it's pretty heavily saturated, especially at the desirable price points. We have a lot mm. of higher-end inventory that's sitting, so that's always going to drag the uh, days on market quite a bit higher. Mm. And a lot of the inventory is trickling to areas that you know, people aren't 
crazy to go into right now. Mm -hmm. So all the most highly desirable areas in Seattle specific have already kind of been saturated. King County, once you get to the east side, Bellevue, Kirkland, Bothell, Redmond, you look at anything under 750,000, I think, on the greater east side, using very liberal terms of the east side, I think there's about 10 or so listings available. Mm -hmm. So just the fact of there not being as many in that options is why we're seeing kind of a drop in activity. The drop in the price is really just, to me, based on what it is that's selling and what's available to be bought right now. Right. Yeah, and uh, what were you? What were they actually showing in that article? Well, it was just it was just interesting because you know you ask what were they seeing to to believe that? Yeah. And, and you know maybe I'm a little cynical, but I, I I think it just sells. You know the headlines yeah. sell. Yeah. The narrative is that things are bad, and you know that's you know it's kind of the old eagle song. You know, dirty dirty laundry. You know, people like like the negative, but um, but you know it was very interesting. You know, the headlines was King County prices plunge. You know, and then you get into the article, and 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 the very opening statement is, you know, in March prices continue to decline. But then you look at the actual graph. Mm-hmm. And the graph shows January up, February up, March up, every month sharply. In King, Pierce, Homish, and one other county, I can't remember what the other county was, every county, ever since we turned the corner to 2023, prices have gone up every month. And what they were doing, of course, you know, we finally reached the point where we're one year away from where we reached the peak. So if you compare, so like, when we finally yeah. reached the peak in 2022 to where we are now, well, then, of course, you're going to look like you're going down. Mm-hmm. But what's happening right now Prices have gone up every yeah. month in 2023 so far, and and we haven't really even hit the, our stride in terms right. of what's the traditional May, May June really selling yeah. season. People really start to get yeah. active, and so we do need, you know, as David pointed out, we, we need the inventory. You know, what, David? Maybe I'll just you know, ask you, what's it? What's it going to take to bring the the sellers out? Because that's really what we need, right? We have buyers waiting to to buy, but what's it going to take to bring the sellers out? I think right now what we're seeing is that there aren't, there because the rates are high, sellers are recognizing that if they sell, they then have to buy a house. Right. So it's not an attractive uh, kind of situation anymore yeah. to sell the house that you've had for a long time. You might have a pretty good mortgage on it, and you might have a lot of equity in it. To go and buy another house at you know 5.9%, a little above 6 and then start all over. And right now we are seeing that there's high demand, so you are also likely to get into possibly a competing offers mm-hmm. position. Right. So whereas at the end of the last year, buyers weren't really jumping to buy, now we're seeing sellers still kind of hesitant to sell because not a lot of them want to leave the area. So there has to be an attractive offer to get them to sell their house, which would be an opportunity of another home. And yeah. That's why we're not seeing it. Is it the kind of thing going into the summer where, okay, people are just going to naturally start listing their houses, and so inventory is going to go up a little bit. Yeah. So then you have some wiggle room. There's not so much demand on the one house that comes up. Well, it kind of it kind of goes in a ratio of one to one. Yeah. Uh, right now we're just passing that kind of spring break time, which is traditionally not that high of a, it's when start, things start to pick up, but it's not the craze that we usually mm-hmm. see in May. Right. And frankly, weather starts getting better. People mm-hmm. go to open houses. They, wanna, they want to be out and just touring. Right. So we do see inventory tick up. Yeah. But at the same time, we see, you know, demand tick up pretty proportionally, and sometimes even a little bit more than inventory. That's why we see those 
you know, early May to early July spikes that start to tailor off towards the end of summer breaks. Yeah, makes sense. Awesome. So, yeah, as we kind of conclude, just looking forward, um, final thoughts on what you're expecting going into into the summer. Uh, any recommendations for for sellers, buyers right now in this time? What's next? I'm I'm expecting things to continue to pick up a little bit of steam. Yeah. Um, I know without getting too much into the economics of things, the Fed has signaled possibility of more rate hikes. Mm -hmm. But right now, what I'm seeing is that people have kind of become a little bit desensitized to the prospects of higher rates, knowing that they can refinance later and that they don't have to be locked into something now. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we're at such a deficit of housing, they're back to that get it while they're getting good mentality. We also have a big diversity of industry here, which, as far as the country is concerned, we're pretty sheltered economically from a lot of shortfalls. So I do expect to see temperature to continue to pick up. I do expect to see more competing offers once we get into the hot months. And as far as recommendations are concerned, um, sellers work with an agent that knows how to knows how to price, knows how to do proper market analysis, position your house competitively. Um, buyers, be prepared. If you're looking inside the metro areas, there's going to be a lot of competition, specifically yeah. below 750000 It's going to be a grind. Yeah. 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 And then from just while we're on, sellers mm -hmm. preparing to uh, also become buyers, dad, recommendation on that from lending perspective? Of to, uh, how sellers can prepare to become buyers, just what that process looks like when you're getting ready to sell and also Yeah, I think, buy. well, one of, there's a couple of things. Um, one of them, I just was taking notes because um, one of the things I see, this is typically with older clients maybe looking, you know, moving into you know, kind of downsizing years. We do, you know, for a lot of them, we'll do what's called a backdoor bridge loan. That's just made-up term, but basically it's not in a formal bridge loan, but we'll have them get a big home equity line of credit on their current home so that they can use that for a down payment on a new home. And many of these people can qualify, you know, temporarily carrying these two houses. And so they solve that problem for for the seller who who is looking at the market and realizing that once I sell, that starts a clock. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when that clock you know, expires, I don't have a place to live, and now I've got to move twice. I've right. got to rent. I've got to, you know, so so we we do, you know, we do that frequently. And I think if you can do that, at least, you know, at least understand what would be involved in doing that. Whether you're capable of doing that, that. you're talking about the HELOC, you know, like a backdoor bridge, yeah, to get yeah. put yourself in a position to buy first, yeah, and then sell, because you can, you know, that that can be a a real win in this market where you're not having to go out because if you're going out contingent, I think. David will tell us that's yeah, that's not a very strong negotiating position. Like I can, as an addition to that, in the fall and winter, it was it was tolerable to sellers. Yeah, very quickly. That's already a, a good way to get your offer kicked to the bottom of a pile. It's yeah. not a, it's not an immediate disqualifier like it was about a year and a half two right. years ago. Right. Yeah. But right now, if uh, there's a small window where that was fine. Yeah. End of last summer, end of last year. Sellers specifically in the greater Seattle metro area, east side, even up to northern Snohomish now are seeing contingencies and saying, we think we'll hold out a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it's proving to be a good bet. Yeah. Hmm. So, I, so I think that's just, you know. Avoiding I, those with a yield. I, I, I think you can possibly, but not everybody has the luxury of doing that. Yeah. You know, not everybody has the luxury of doing that. And so, 
so really are you're you're left with you know either just burning the ships selling the house and you know cutting loose and trying to see what you can find quickly or result you know resigning yourself that hey, we're, it's going to be a two-step process you know we're going to sell um or just being very, very patient and hope your contingency will work. But I think, you know, as David pointed out, I think you, you might be waiting for a long time. Yeah, know? yeah. And, or, and, I th- and I think that kind of points to you know, part of the reason why, you know, sellers are reluctant to sell. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it is. It's, it's a little bit of a difficult proposition for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Well, super helpful, David. Um, if anyone, any, anyone listening wants to reach out to you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, David awesome. McCreary Real Estate. Uh, if there's links, M C C R M C C R E E R Y. Yeah, we'll throw those links in the description for sure. Email David McCreary, same spelling, one at coldwellbanker.com, or call me at four two five two four one five five seven nine. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, we'll throw those in the description as well. Thanks so much, David. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Work Is Good. If you enjoyed it. Share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.